The Coach O Show with Luke Tasker. Hey, Ticat fans. Welcome to The Coach O Show. I'm joined by the Ticats head coach, Orlando Steinhauer, and myself, Luke Tasker. This is our weekly update with Coach. Uh, coach, congratulations, first off. What a great uh, what a great win and changes the whole story of the team from, from one week ago at our first episode of the Coach O Show to, uh, to today leading into uh, getting ready for the Labor Day Classic. So congratulations. I'm sure you guys are excited about that game. I appreciate it, Luke. Uh, and, you know, winning uh, beats the heck out of the alternative. And, and bigger than that, I thought we played well in, in three phases. And, you know, it's a tough environment to go into. Uh, you've played many a games there. Um, yeah, the, the guys are really excited. But uh, it, it, the longer it takes to get the first one, you know how it is. It, it just builds and builds. So uh, very proud of them. Yeah. the uh, I don't think I've missed playing as much uh, since, I mean, literally since the gray cup of 19, I don't think there's been a time where I've missed being on the field more than when that game ended and seeing the, uh, the best play in football, as you, as you say, to, to kneel down at the end of the game and uh, just seeing, you know, they, the, the TSN copy had a close up uh, of Frankie's face and Sean Thomas Erlington as they were about to get interviewed or whatever they were doing. And just the glow of a player and a team having won the game together very, very special. I was really happy for those guys because it's just what you could tell how how much love for the game was was just on their faces at that moment after you've won, especially in an away game. And you're right. Montreal is not easy. I don't know. I would be interested to hear of your experience as a player in Montreal. And I think at your time, maybe that was not at uh, at this current stadium. Is that correct? Uh, I did play some in the Big O early on, but yeah. the majority has been at McGill, though. Okay, I I actually always found it was a really tough place to play. I didn't, I you know, you hate the locker room that you're in and all that, and that's all noise <laughs> and stuff. But it is, it makes you uncomfortable, right? In that, in when you're trying to get ready to play, and we historically the Ticats had not been doing well there, and but during my the second half of my career, uh, we had a few wins there, which was nice, but not an easy place. And from the first snap you guys did a great job. I mean, uh, Frankie jumped off the screen, Frankie Williams in both the return game and, and uh, defensively. But like you said, I mean, really a great example of complimentary football in that game. Yes. No, it really was. And uh, yeah, you know, historically, I'm not even sure where it is, but I know that uh, you always got to have your chin strap buckled and ready to play there. Um, I think we've had our fair share of wins out there, but uh you know, it's a hostile environment and, you know, it was a home opener for them that a lot of their fans hadn't seen football in a while. And, um, you know, they're going to make some noise before it's all said and done. So um, then I know you had a, at least I remember a memorable catch out there. I can rethink of one of those that uh, always sticks out in my mind, but I'm, you know, me, I'm that guy. I remember detailed things like that. So yeah. um, no, it was a great, it was a great win. Yeah, I had it. That was the best catch of my career by far. And I, and I, and we had, a, we had some great games out there, but it's just, a, it was, it's just a, it's a really great stadium to be able to go out and get a road, a road win on it. In my, in my mind, when as a player, Toronto was guaranteed for me. I felt so comfortable playing there. I love, I loved the away games there. I even enjoyed Ottawa and Montreal. I just always had to really be ready for a really hard uh, fought game, but congrats. That was, that was really spectacular. The return game specifically, I imagine you guys had some great film to watch there. There was a lot. I think it was it was either two or three drives across the center across center field as a result of the return game. But 
did is there a is there an aspect of that that came from scheme that came from the extra bye week is it just guys executing the basics uh you know with greatness yeah, well, you like as a coach, you always want to puff your chest out and say it's scheme. But at the end of the day, that you know that the players make the scheme. Um, there was guys that just played hard and and executed on that play. And you know that you know if you can give a, a great returner a scene, you you'll have a chance. That doesn't mean you break them all, but you know drive start average is a big thing uh, in football. It's it's a known statistic that uh, you know does at times really affect the outcome of a football game. So. You know, the fact that you made mention of us getting the ball across the center line and giving the offense, you know, it's really a couple of first downs in advance that they don't have to get. And then, you know, if they're able to get one, you'd like to think the majority of the time you're in field goal range. So you spoke of the complimentary football. I thought that uh, we did a, a decent job of that. And, you know, at the end of the day, we created some turnovers and, uh, you know, we didn't we didn't turn the ball over. So usually that fares out pretty well in the outcome of a football game. Of course, nothing's guaranteed, but uh, yeah, I was very pleased with uh, the return game uh, circling back to your comment. Um, it was the players executing. Yeah. Well, it looked, it looked very impressive. It looked cohesive on the field. When you, when you talk about the field position and the explosive plays, the story of the first quarter was the tie cats have, were dominating field position and the scoreboards showed. And when you look at the box score, Montreal had 10 points in the second quarter, and that's where the field position had swung back into their uh, into their favor. The first play or the first drive of the second quarter started out with them really gaining a field position advantage, and it took a while to get that back. And it was and it was vitally important to the scoreboard. So just the complimentary football was was such was looked so impressive uh, and such an impressive increase from the first two games. Absolutely. Um, we're going into Labor Day. The Toronto's playing pretty well. They're first in the East right now. They've got two wins. Incredibly, and this is what I love. This is so CFL, and I just love this. But one week ago, the Ticats were last in the league, last in the East, trying to get their first win. And now if they beat Toronto, the way that I'm looking at the schedule for this week, I think that they're first in the East, which is such an awesome CFL thing. And I know that that's – I know that that's – there's, there's non-controllables, and that's not exactly the, the, the perspective that a player has. It's just about your job one play at a time. But for, every, for all of us on the outside, it's like, oh, my, what the heck? We, we, if all, you win the Labor Day Classic and now you're first place in the East, what's the story being told, the Labor Day Classic story being told, like, to the players right now from you guys? Well, you, you know that we're going to be focused on, on day zero practice today. But at the end of the day, we don't make light of it. You've been in there, and – you know, there's there's a history behind it. And, you know, we do say that the Labor Day, it means, you know, if it's not going to mean more to you, it's definitely going to mean more to everybody that comes to watch us play. And so, you know, we don't make light of that. And we're playing at home. There should be some sort of an advantage when you play at home. That's that's just what it should be. So uh, we share in that in that excitement and tell them. But at the end of the day, it's it's full focus on your meeting and then full focus, you know, on the football field and those sort of things. But uh, for those that haven't been part of a Labor Day Classic uh, here in Ontario, you know, they're, they're going to enjoy it. They're going to know that there's a different feel. Mainly, there's it's covered different by the media. You're asked yeah. different questions than you are any other week. Uh, but at the end of the day, the lines don't widen. The end zones don't get bigger. Uh, it's still football. But it is fun build up every year. You know, it's kind of usually the midpoint of the season, right? Right. Where you kind of, you know, the, the expression or the cliche that, you know, fall is football. Uh, you know, kids are going back to school and 
just things are happening. There's happening events happening, but uh, for us, it's the next game. Yep. I, I remember you, you get the, the buildup of this and I didn't experience a Labor Day classic until my, I, I, I finished 2013, but I didn't experience the Labor Day until 14. And I, I, as I went through my career, I actually had to turn it down a little bit. I don't know if fans like to hear this kind of stuff. I actually had to kind of shut out all the, all the, all the excitement about the Labor Day rivalry and get back to, I had to play in a really calm state in order to, in order to play at a high level. And for me, I had to sort of turn that down. I don't know. Every player is different. Do you get a sense from the locker room? Do, do, are guys excited to hear about this and excited about the, the story, the storied game? Or is the focus, do you find the guys returning back to the, hey, hey, it's just, the, just another game, do your job one play at a time kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, to, every, each person is different. You know, they have their own personality and their own thing. I know for us as coaches, it, it's, it's getting the football team focused, getting them prepared so that they can give, give ourselves the best opportunity to go out there. Um, at the same time, you know, some people haven't experienced the Labor Day the Labor Day classic and that sort of thing. So I don't sense that uh, there's any under excitement or over excitement. Uh, and I think it's individually based uh, when it, when it comes to that. But uh, I know that, uh, you know, <laughs> there were, there, there was some heat. I think the biggest thing really this week, Luke is it's our first home game and it happens to be Labor Day. So I think there is a little bit of, you know, maybe a little bit of juice behind that, just that, we won't be traveling. You're going to sleep in your own bed. Um, you know, there's no flights for the first time. And I think it's, it's that more than labor day. Um, but when they get here, they'll find out quickly that it is just any home game. It is the labor day classic. You're right. That's really strange this year that, that usually it's almost you're like you're getting over the hump in the season when labor day comes, you know, you've put, there's a lot of football behind you. This year it happened so early and it by chance is the first home game. It's a very different feel, but excited to see some of the young guys and how they, how they respond to the, to what will be a pretty, I'm sure, exciting crowd and an exciting day uh, for, for all Ticats involved. Um, Toronto, can you give us a sense uh, from your guys meeting room from the team meeting room? What is Toronto doing really well right now that you guys are talking about? Well, I think they are, they have a belief right now. There's a, a different person in charge. I know <clears throat> pinball has his, his hand in things. And so that's going to bring a different element. Uh, they are a lot better on paper. They're very talented and experienced, right? They've done a great job of upgrading their talent. Um, a lot of those players that are there don't know what the past records are about. They're not, you can tell they're not focused on that. And, you know, they've played some tough games also <clears throat> and fared and fared well. So, uh, they're an improved football team. We're going to have our hands full. Uh, the past is the past. We're not looking at the, you know, the record from before or past labor days or the old Toronto teams. This is, this is, a, this is going to be a tough, a tough out for us for sure. And, uh, I'm looking forward to it because it's going to tell us about ourselves at the same time. Yeah. Very, very good. Classic, uh, coach. O, always, always, always learning more about ourselves as well. I like that. Um, well, Montreal would have was on paper a very tough matchup as well in Montreal, and they, and they were and are playing very good. And Ticat fans, the the Ticat Nation on wide is excited to see a great Labor Day Classic and, and a long time coming uh, with a year of missed football. So, Coach, I, I appreciate it very much you joining us weekly for the Coach O Show. Ticat fans, thanks for tuning in. <clears throat> Coach, best of luck in the rest of the week of prep. We'll uh, see you out there on Monday night. <laughs>
Perfect. See you then. Bye for now. Thanks. See ya.